Welcome to the listeners of Tal Radio English CXO Showtime. We bring in global CXOs on this platform to share the journey to success. Our guest today is Sujatha Venkatraman, Associate Executive Director at West Valley Community Services, and oversees their client services, emergency assistance network, housing, and key services. She comes with 25 years of non-profit experience in program and policy development, strategic planning, brands, and contract management, curriculum development. and implementation and community organization she has been with uh, west valley services since 2008 and has also worked as a, as a senior family development specialist for little city foundation and before that she was a behavioral specialist for the united cerebral palsy of georgia in south carolina welcome sujatha it's a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much excited to be here thank you for the invitation same here and uh, really excited to have you on the show So Jada what inspired you to join the West Valley Community Services Um I have always been um, a social worker and worked for nonprofits when we moved to the bay area I was really looking for a local organization that is doing a more community work and I came across West Valley Community Services What really attracted me is um two things they were providing basic needs services like housing assistance food need and that really attracted me and as a social worker worked in other um settings um i was seeing this connection to the community and providing services in a one stop shop uh, environment was very unique and that's what i have liked and that's what i have um continued to pursue in my 14 years at the agency And what is the CARE program? CARE is an acronym for Community Access to Resource and Education. Um as the name suggests, the goal of the program is to bring resources to the community members at one place. So we really believe that uh when our community members or we call them clients come to us in need, uh we shouldn't be referring them to services and having them navigate whether it's public assistance social services program or any other public benefit and put this onus on them to try to figure out what exists who, uh, where they qualify care tries to bring this all in house uh we try to make sure that uh, all the resources that our clients um need especially low income folks um seniors and families and single adults who are struggling we try to navigate those uh programs for them uh we make sure that we are educating them on these programs and we also make sure that they are uh if they're eligible then we are able to get them into these programs care also um develops partnership So if there is another organization providing services and they would like to partner with us those kind of partnership opportunities care offers so for example if there's a mental health services or if there is immigration service and they want to uh, offer these to our clients we give them a platform whether it is a table or a resource fair or we do it in presentation workshops right and you would agree with me that uh, providing adequate and healthy food is essential to self sufficiency um how does west valley uh, community services uh, provide food to families facing hunger crisis i believe you have a food market program something of that sort correct 
So our core service is our food market. Uh, we are we offer weekly groceries to families who come. Um, they can come uh, twice in a week. Uh, the first time they get all their weekly uh, grocery needs, whether it is milk, meat, uh, and staples, rice, beans, and vegetables. On Friday afternoon, they can solely come back for more vegetables and for what we call as fresh produce. So uh, that gives them an opportunity to have their, their uh, pantry stocked up for the weekend. The goal is to, um, to prevent hunger. Um, but there is also another intended um, goal of the food program is we try to save their uh, money, their income that they would have spent towards grocery by providing this free service. Um, so it's more like an asset preservation. So they have their income that they would uh, limited income. Um, they can preserve that and pay for other needs such as rent, medical, or their utility bills. And uh, their food cost gets reduced if they keep coming to the market. So we, uh, we market it as a way to save income and also to prevent hunger. And you also work with a lot of local vendors. Uh, what additional initiatives are you taking to make the program more successful? So as a community-based organization, uh, we are um, uh, partnering with the food bank. Uh, the food bank really helps us to uh, develop our other partnership locally. Uh, we try to make sure that all the local stores are connected to us. Um, and if they have produce or food that they cannot keep on their shelves, we make sure that those are not put on um, recycle or garbage. Um, but it comes to us. So reducing some carbon footprint there, but also uh, making sure that we have a diverse sourcing of food um, to meet the client needs. So we really work with local stores. We've been very lucky as a community partner, number of local stores in Cupertino and Saratoga have really supported uh, this initiative. So whenever there is a new store that opens up, uh, we partner with them. We try to make sure that they understand that there is a local community organization that is providing this, uh, meeting the food need, and they can be part of this partnership with us. Right. Alongside food, uh, I mean, addressing the requirements of homeless is also essential. And these can be individuals or families and trying to move them into permanent housing that you have a program, a BMR program. Uh, can you give us more details about that? So the BMR program that is below market rate program, uh, that is run by the city of Cupertino. They have a partner organization that runs the program. However, we have 28 units that West Valley Community Services we own. They are one bedroom, two bedroom, and three bedroom townhomes. And those are part of the inventory of BMR. So currently the program is run, um, but we make sure that we are actively uh, you know, recruiting or outreaching to our clients to make sure that they understand that there are affordable housing options available and we educate them on putting their names on the wait list. However, we also run other housing program along with that 
One is the rapid rehousing program, and this is through uh, the partnership with the County of Santa Clara. Um, and in that program, we try to house, currently we have 20 households who are formerly uh, chronically homeless, and we house them, we provide them rental subsidy and work alongside with them to help improve their income and their saving um, so that after 24 months of this kind of intensive assistance, they are self-sufficient on their own. So that's called the rapid rehousing program. Right. In addition to providing quality and affordable housing, which is in itself is a huge accomplishment, uh, the services are also getting extended into with programs like uh, Heaven to Home, Financial Empowerment Program. Uh, any additional data points that you would want to provide to our listeners to be aware of? Sure. So one of our goals, um, our um, vision is to prevent hunger and homelessness. And in that, we try to make sure what are other services or extended supportive services that our clients would need. So you talked about a few, and I can expand a little bit. So we have a financial empowerment program where we work with clients who are coming to us and we are seeing a pattern of financial crisis. They are never able to get out of debt. So we really work with them on debt reduction, on um, consolidation of any other like credit card bills and try to get them into a savings path. Uh, we also work with some folks who have never done budgeting um, and they have never had that kind of support uh, growing up. And so we teach them basic budgeting. We use community volunteers for this and uh, even our local banks support this. Um, and we try to uh, motivate the clients to a path towards financial uh, best behavior, debt reduction, and um, saving. The other program that you talked about is our Haven to Home program. In that, we solely work with our homeless clients, especially our first-time homeless clients who have just become homeless uh, because of an eviction or any other uh, financial crisis or a family situation, we try to make sure that, again, they are connected to um, the community-wide resource. We have a community queue where we can uh, add these clients to that wait list so that they can find housing. Uh, we also work with some clients who have income to see if we can get them into some form of affordable housing so that they're not on the streets. The Haven to Home program also provides some very basic need services uh, like laundry support. Uh, we've had clients who have told us that I can't get a job because I feel um, and I smell, I feel dirty. So when I go, I'm very conscious. And we were able to provide that kind of supportive services where they can wash their clothes and they, they can go to their job or come and access services uh, without this fear of someone judging them. Uh, we also provide transportation support for uh, homeless clients. Uh, we have a program where we give uh, a reduced bus pass, um, that is the VTA bus passes, so that they are able to access our services and are also able to get to their job or any other um, community connections that they need. We have just started an employment development program. It's a pilot. Uh, we are working with um, a, like 10 clients and we are trying to see how we can get them 
re-enter workforce, um, how we can train them. Again, it's a coaching model. Uh, we have Cupertino Rotary supporting that program uh, where we try to match them with a coach and they kind of mentor them through this job development, helping them search for jobs, looking at their skills and trying to suggest other alternative jobs if their current job is um, not hiring or they lost it. Right. And the COVID-19 financial assistance, is this part of uh, the financial empowerment program? And that's a different initiative that you've got. It's, it's a separate, um, like our core services at uh, West Valley Community Services, food, um, emergency financial assistance, and the housing and homeless supportive programs that I talked about. So as part of the emergency uh, financial assistance, we are part of the emergency assistance network in Santa Clara County. There are seven of us doing these core services and we are one of them. And the COVID assistance uh, was part of that uh, because we've, we've already done this kind of uh, uh, financial assistance. So we did get a lot of support from the county, from the cities and from the state to run this program. Yeah, and uh, I believe you also recently uh, did a virtual event, uh, Chefs of Compassion. Uh, how successful was the event? And can you provide us some highlights on that? Sure. Uh, this is an event that is very popular. Uh, we identify uh, chefs who are famous and who are connected to the community. And they come to our market and they pick out uh, the groceries and they convert them into uh, a, a five-star um, meal um, that people uh, buy tickets and they enjoy the meal along with the presentation and conversations about our impact and our uh, lived experience conversation. It was very successful. We are very thankful for the community for supporting us. We met our fundraising goal, um, exceeded it actually. So it's a super um, successful program. It has this unique com component of bringing um, the food conversations uh, from the agency and then really translating it into a gala and an event. Congratulations on that. In fact, fundraising in itself is such a very, very important aspect for any nonprofit organization. And the efforts that go in there are tremendous. And uh, you've got one committee, which is the Ambassadors Committee. Uh, how does the committee operate and how are their efforts like? So, yeah, the, the initial intention of this committee was to engage um, young uh, entrepreneurs and um, young community members who are in workforce and would like to be part of, um, you know, giving. Um, and so that's how this uh, program was started. We know that a lot of work, uh, young professionals don't have the time to be on the board or be part of any um, committee that, uh, like, for example, a planning committee, but this ambassador program um, creates an opportunity for young professionals to be connected to the mission of the agency, but then also do this at their own time, whether it is educating other um, colleagues, friends, bringing them to events, um, doing drives, um, and spreading the word, the work that we are doing, um, and also talking about other volunteer opportunity. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, we had to pause that program. Uh, we are re-looking at uh, revamping it and starting that back again. But it really gives an opportunity for young professionals and entrepreneurs to be connected 
to the community, um, the local giving initiative, and become part of a bigger um, charitable um, commitment. Right. And uh, what is what is the difference in the offerings that you currently got as part of a mobile market or a park it market program? Um, so our oper- we have we kind of see it as two operation. One is our office in Cupertino. That's our main base. So we have our uh, food distribution there. We offer financial assistance. Our clients can come to us, meet with a case manager. We realize that for our clients who live in West San Jose, um, Saratoga, and Los Gatos, it was taking them about two to three hours to just get to us. Some clients also reported that they would come to us, get their grocery, and by the time they went back, they realized a lot of that, especially dairy, uh, was getting spoiled. Um, This led us to think that instead of getting our clients to our services in Cupertino, we have to look at an operation which is mobile that we can get to the cities that we serve. Our geographical region is quite spread out. We serve the entire West Valley region. So we go all the way from Cupertino, Saratoga, Los Gatos, West San Jose. And in Los Gatos, we are covering up to Redwood Estates. It's up in the hill. So the mobile operation, uh, which uh, was a, a campaign supported by Bank of America, Kaiser, the County of Santa Clara, we were able to custom design a food truck make it into like a market that opens up, can be set up outside, and we distribute uh, weekly groceries in these um, uh, communities, uh, which are far away from our main Cupertino office. We offer the same kind of services that we offer in Cupertino. Uh, They can come to get weekly uh, produce, Um, they can talk to a case manager, if they have any rental assistance need, that gets processed. And also this time, for the first time, we also did our volunteer income tax program, which is a free program for clients to come and get their taxes done. And uh, we used to offer in Cupertino, but we also did a mobile operation this year where um, people could get their earned income tax and uh, several other credits and were able to get returns, which will now become their savings for the next year. What is a Gift of Hope holiday program? Apart from offering these main programs like food, rental assistance, we also believe that clients have needs and uh, and seasonal sometime or while we are celebrating holiday, a lot of our folks who are low-income, homeless, and struggling to make ends meet also have these desires or needs that come up. So Gift of Hope is one uh, such program that we do during our, uh, the holiday time. Um, it's typically done the first or the second week of December. Uh, we try to get uh, volunteers, donors, and to adopt families. Um, we identify the families. We ask them what their need or their wish is. Uh, which is sometimes very basic. People will ask for, uh, we've had families ask for body lotion, uh, self-care, like, you know, maybe a massage um, kit, uh, electric shaver, very basic um, sweaters sometimes, and food. So what we do is we fundraise 
Uh, we also find donors or uh, who will adapt a family's need, a wish list, and they will fulfill that. We are very thankful that the community is very supportive of this program, and uh, we were able to serve nearly 900 individuals through the program last year. That's really encouraging. And in order to create a world that supports self-sufficiency and self-determination, we need to be engaged in supporting meaningful legislative change in the communities. How does uh, your organization accomplish this task? So last year, we felt that too, um, Akshay, that um, as a basic need organization, providing basic needs, food, housing, um, you know, healthcare is included in transportation. It was very critical that we invest our time and resource in public policy. So we hired a public policy coordinator last, uh, early um, this year, and we've been able to do a lot of work uh, in, the, in the arena of food. Um, so we um, support legislations and that uh, provides um, food assistance uh, for families and children. Um, so what we call as SNAP or food stamps um, in California, it's called CalFresh. Uh, we really do advocacy around that. We, we want to make sure that our families who are struggling um, don't have to think twice about food, especially in Silicon Valley, the Bay Area. The other initiative that we are involved is in housing. We really believe that we need to have inclusive communities. Uh, we need to provide opportunity for anyone who wants to live and work in our cities to be able to do that. And for that uh, vision to happen, we need affordable housing in our community. So we are heavily involved in our cities. Um, currently, there is um, a housing planning session that's called going on, which is called housing element. So we are heavily involved in those discussions. We are, we are making sure that our clients' voices, our clients with lived experience voices are heard. Um, so we are trying to build that. Um, the new change that we are doing is instead of us as staff or uh, people in the community who have been very passionate about housing, food, and um, healthcare initiatives, uh, we want to make sure that our lived experience folks are able to also be able to voice that. So we are really working in our um, community, uh, making sure that um, clients who experienced homelessness or evictions they are able to feel comfortable and feel um, that this is safe environment to uh, talk about their experience. And so we are trying to build that. We have a client advisory committee and uh, they are educating each other, training and also participating in a number of advocacy efforts that's happening in our community. Right. These are all vast, vast, vast efforts, right? Uh, and uh, wishing you more power and strength. Uh, Sujata, it was a great conversation. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much, Akshay. Appreciated this time uh, and giving me the opportunity to talk about the work we do at West Valley Community Services. Thank you, Sujata. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.